Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. You see, beloved, in the moment of celebration and elation, I know that for some of us, the circle of relationships may have gotten a little small. As loved ones have transitioned from this side of glory to the other side of glory. Amen. But beloved, the persistence, the consistency, always to be relied upon in our lives is our relationship with God. The God of whom Moses spoke to the formerly enslaved Hebrew people in Deuteronomy 31 and 6 as he transitioned his leadership from himself to Joshua on the cusp of the promised land. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee, he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Beloved, who else in the world, past, present, or future, can we say such Beloved, who else in the world, past, present, or future, can we believe such things? Beloved, who else in the world, past, present, or the future, can we have faith in such things? Beloved, the title of today's message is, No One Like the Lord. No one like the Lord. Beloved, here at Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, before we preach, teach, and proclaim the word of God, we sing. We minister to each other in song, either by intentionally hearing and listening to the sung word, or perhaps singing along with the choir with our song of inspiration that Victoria sang for us and had the youth choir singing with her own. You see, it's listed right there in our bulletin every Sunday. Beloved, the song of inspiration is not to simply inspire the preacher of the day. It is to inspire you, the people of the day. Those in the presence of the house of God, the house of worship, the house where God's people meet to get ready to hear the word of God. Amen. And beloved, when you hear the word of God, the living word of God, the world-creating, life-changing, soul-stirring word of God, it should elicit uh, uh, an emotion, a, a, a thought, and a response with the emotion, the thought, and a response being praise. Praise unto God. Praise unto God. As the psalmist wrote in Psalm 146 and 1, Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. Beloved, in Matthew 22, verses 37 through 38, Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Amen. Beloved, these words combined with the words of Psalm 146 and 1 provide an introspective and illuminating and exhilarating insight into how we can and should live a joyful and joy-filled life. You see, beloved, with praise in our mouths, we make a joyful and joy-filled noise. You see, beloved, with praise in our minds, 
we think joyful and joy-filled thoughts. You see, beloved, with praise in our hearts, we feel joyful and joy-filled emotions. And you see, beloved, with praise in our immortal souls, we live joyful and joy-filled lives. And beloved, it is because of God and God alone that we have joy, unspeakable joy, joy that is best explained as this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. And beloved, the psalmist continued by explaining that this praise for the joy of the Lord is not a want, but a need. Not a should do, but a have to. Not nice, but necessary. As revealed in Psalm 146 and 2, while I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Anybody tried living like that? You see, beloved of our God, to truly know our God, we must be pursuers of the Word of God. As 2 Timothy 2 and 15 encourages us, study to show thyself approved unto God, <laughs> a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. Beloved of our God, when we study, rightly study the Word of God, we will learn our purpose in life as revealed in Revelation 4 and 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were created. Anybody wanting to find about the purpose-driven life, you were created to please God, not you. If you look at anywhere else, to anyone else, to anything else, you will not find your purpose. Your purpose is to please God. Beloved of our God, when we know the truth about our relationship with our God, we must humbly submit to our God as charged to us in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him. If you think in something where you can't acknowledge God, get a new thought. If you're saying something where you can't acknowledge God, get a new word. If you're doing something you can't acknowledge God, do a new thing because he shall direct thy paths. Amen. You see, beloved, if we are supposed to put our trust in the Lord, then that means that we are not supposed to put our trust in other people above God. God who may bring other people into our lives for a season of our lives. Beloved, if we're supposed to put our trust in the Lord, that means that we are not supposed to put our trust in other places above God. God who may take us to various places for a season in our lives. Beloved, if we're supposed to put our trust in the Lord, then that means that we are not supposed to put our trust in other things above God. God who may provide different things to us for a season in our lives. The psalmist expressed it 
this way in Psalm 146 and 3. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. Beloved, we are supposed to put our trust in God and to worship God, in case you didn't know. Beloved, we're supposed to put our belief in God and to worship God, in case you didn't know. Beloved, we're supposed to put our faith in God and to worship God, in, in case you didn't know. Beloved, as I have constantly preached, taught, and counseled, we have one God. And then we have those who are supposed to point us to God. In our relationships as the people of God, we have one shepherd, Jesus the Christ. And all others, in the name of Jesus the Christ, are just under shepherds. Beloved, I want you to understand that in terms of the church, we have one head. Jesus the Christ. And all others are simply leaders. Leaders who I've told you that all of you are in some area of ministry in helping to build, sustain, and grow the body of Christ. Why? Beloved, because there is no one like the Lord. And no man, no woman, no place, and no thing, nothing is like the Lord. When you trust in creation rather than the creator, the Lord, God, what you are doing is trusting in the one who is, as the psalmist explains in Psalm 146 and 4, his breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth, and that very day his thoughts perish. Why? Beloved, because there is no one like the Lord. The Lord our God. God was a God that Dan spoke of in a vision. In Daniel 7 and 9, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and God the Lord, Yahweh, Elohim, Adonai, the Ancient of Days, did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. Because, beloved, the Lord, the Lord our God, knows no beginning or end. Beloved, before anything or anyone that was, God was. Beloved, before anything or anyone that is, God is. And beloved, after all, who and what is gone, God will be. But therefore, beloved, God is eternal while we are mortal. Beloved, God is forever while we are temporal. Beloved, God is the author and finisher of our faith while we are simply a line or two. In God's love story to the world, echoes and shadows of what was and what is to come. So then, beloved, as we learn more of who and what we are, and possibly more importantly, who and what we are not, what are we supposed to do? Beloved, the psalmist encourages us in Psalm 146 and 5. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help whose hope is in the Lord his God. Beloved, when we are in need, God offers help. When? Always. Beloved, when we do not know how we will make it from day to day, anybody been there? Huh. God offers hope. When? Always. Beloved, when we turn around and look around and there's no one else that comes around, God offers love. When? Always. 
Beloved, to who else, what else, and where else have you had the certainty of help, hope, and love? Beloved, I know it may be painful, but I want to ask you a question. Do you remember when your loved one died? When grandma died? When grandpa died? When mama died? When daddy died? When sister died? When brother died? When son died? When daughter died? When uncle died? When auntie died? When niece died? When nephew died? When cousin died? When friend died? Beloved, when they died, their earthly help, hope, and love offered to you on this side of glory died too. While they prayerfully took their place on the other side of glory, while all of the cloud of witnesses continue to cheer you on, encourage you, and expect for you to keep being the best version of you. And beloved, do know that I know through my own experience of the many transitions of those who I love, how painful, mournful, and grievous that can be. And beloved, through it all, I have come to know, and I pray that you have come to know, that there is no one like the Lord, of whom it is said in Psalm 34 and 18, the Lord is nigh, is near unto them that are of a broken heart. And save us such as be of a contrite spirit. You see, beloved, I truly believe that love is eternal as a part of our immortal souls. Souls brought into being by God. God who is eternal and God who is love. But beloved, I am not talking about the love that extends on the other side of glory. I'm talking about the here and now love. You see, beloved, when all of our mortal loved ones have to give up their mortality to one day receive immortality, God, our eternal God, our immortal God, still offers us heavenly and holy help, hope, and love on this side of glory until we reconnect with our loved ones on the other side of glory. And beloved, only God and God alone can offer the heavenly and, and, and holy help, hope, and love because there is no one like the Lord. Amen. Amen. Beloved, what has God done to deserve our trust, belief, faith, hope, and love? Beloved, in the annals of eternity in the Old Testament, we have the God of Genesis, the God of the Pentateuch, the God of the Torah, the God who the psalmist explained in Psalm 146 and 6, which made heaven and earth, the sea and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever. Beloved, as we live in this world that God created, we can sometimes take all that God has done for granted with attitudes of ingratitude. Some people act like God ain't never done nothing for them. 
not understanding that to even think your thoughts of that nature is only because God gave you a mind with a free will. But beloved, our God is not simply a God of antiquity, old things and past things. No, beloved, our God is real. Somebody say God is real. And God is relevant. Somebody say God is relevant. In every single aspect of our four-dimensional lives, our physical lives, our mental lives, our emotional lives, and our spiritual lives, in every aspect of our three realms, the realm of our health, the realm of our wealth, and the realm of our relationships. You see, beloved, our God is an on-time God. As the psalmist continued in Psalm 146, 7 and 9, it says, beloved, which executeth judgment for the oppressed. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. Which giveth food to the hungry. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. The Lord looseth the prisoner. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. The Lord loveth the righteous. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. The Lord preserveth the strangers. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. Y'all getting weak. I can't imagine I've been preaching this long and y'all ain't got no more faith, trust, and belief to respond to the call given out to you right now. Let's keep it moving. He relieveth the fatherless and the widows. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. But the way of the wicked, he turneth upside down. Somebody say, God is an on-time God. Yes, he is. 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 You see, beloved, the oppressed get God's release on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the hungry get God's filling on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the prisoners get God's freedom on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the blind get God's vision on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the lowly get God's lifting on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the righteous get God's relief on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the strangers get God's hospitality on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the fatherless get God's parenting on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. You see, beloved, the widows get God's husbanding on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. And you see, beloved, while we can extol the blessings of God, in the duality of God, in God being a whole God as well as being a holy God, the wicked get God's judgment on time. Somebody say, thank you, God. 
Beloved, if that has been you, oppressed, hungry, imprisoned, blind, lowly, righteous, stranger, fatherless, widowed, or even wicked. Beloved, if that is you, oppressed, hungry, imprisoned, blind, lowly, righteous, stranger, fatherless, widowed, or even wicked. Beloved, if that ever becomes you, oppressed, hungry, imprisoned, blind, lowly, righteous, stranger, fatherless, widowed, or even wicked. Beloved, always know that God is an on-time God, and God has got you. And beloved, God has got you because God loves you. And because there is no one like the Lord. And when it comes to the love of God, as the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 8, 38 through 39, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And of our God, of the Lord, the psalmist finished with Psalm 146 and 10. The Lord shall reign forever. Even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. You see, first, beloved, God was revealed as a God of the Old Testament, the God of Adam and Eve, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob who was renamed Israel, the God of the Israelites, the Hebrews, and the Jews, the God of the enslaved, the God of Moses, the God of the free, the God of the kings, the God of David and Solomon, the God of the promise, the God of the obedient Jews, and the God of the disobedient Jews the God of the diaspora Jews, and the God of the prophets. And then, beloved, God was revealed as the God of the New Testament, the God of the promise fulfilled through God the Son, Jesus the Christ, in the New Testament. A as we enter into the Advent season when we celebrate the birth of our Savior and Lord Jesus the Christ, the promise found in Isaiah 9, 6 and 7, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, 
and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Beloved, it is Jesus the Christ who is the fulfillment of the promise, past, present, and future. And for this reason, we can turn with great confidence to Psalm 121, which tells us, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills, from whence cometh my help. Somebody say, there is, there is no one like the Lord. My help coming from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. He, beloved, that keepeth thee will not slumber. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. Beloved, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. Beloved, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. He shall preserve thy soul. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even and even and even, beloved, forevermore, forevermore, forevermore. Somebody say, there is no one like the Lord. Beloved, there is no one like the Lord. The God revealed in God's goodness, greatness, mercy, and love. The world can try to deny substitute and reimagine, perhaps even using AI, artificial intelligence, to try and make a this world. But beloved, like the golden calf in the book of Exodus, anything made by human hands is but revelation from God who gave human hands to make, God who gave humans minds to think, God who gave humans hearts to feel and God who gave human souls to yearn for God who breathed on the first of humankind. Humankind according to scripture who was formed from the dust of the ground. The first Adam breathed upon with pneuma, the breath of life, the breath of the Holy Spirit. Beloved, our minds, hearts, and spirits should cry out with praise for God, with our mouths to signify 
acknowledge and proclaim that there is no one like the Lord because there is no one like the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.